Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. Yes. Uh, Today's actually kind of heavy for me. It's a very heavy day. Uh Would you eat a lot last night? What's going on? Why is it so heavy, buddy? I wish it could be so easily laughed away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but when I woke up and I saw the news, mm. first, I didn't want to believe it. And I, I, I actually double checked my sources because about King Charles. He's king now. Don't uh, don't disgrace the throne. I hate his big hat and his stupid chair and his dumb wife. I watched that entire thing from like 4 a.m. to like Why? 8 a.m. Why would you do I, that? Because it was so ridiculous. It was like cosplay with it consequences. It is. It's all fake. It's all it's dumb. very bizarre. Uh, so I but I saw the news. I had to double check it twice because, I, you know, because I had a lot of people sent in this story mm-hmm. about this. I even just saying it kind of like send shutters up my spine. I this, believe it this did. Pasta dump that happened in the Old Bridge Township in New Jersey. They're saying mm-hmm. it's like uh, I, I saw the pasta. I and the first thing is it said mountains back. Said, of pasta. I looked at. It, I didn't want to believe that it was real. And then I looked at the date, and I saw that it was exactly. 26 years to the date that we all made that promise, guys. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old dump the pasta in the park in New Jersey promise. No, no, I don't think you guys, you don't understand. You weren't there. I wasn't there. Okay. But you, I don't know. You remember? You remember Tiny Leg Joe? Do you remember? Why do they call him Tiny Leg Joe? Super long legs. He's oh. funny. Black Greg. Kind of Italian. He was Asian. Oh, Italian. Yeah. They call me skinny because I'm fat. We were there. 26 years ago, and you remember what we did, and you remember what we had to do. I, I actually still feel kind of icky that we railed that girl together. Did you kill um, an Italian mobster, and is this his ultimate revenge? No, there is an entity that is from New Jersey that we thought we put away a long time ago. Uh-oh. But I guess this pasta shows that he's fucking back. Who is it? I can't say his name. I can't say his name into a microphone. But you remember Long Leg? What was his name? Long Tiny Leg, leg Joe. Tiny Leg Joe because he has long legs. Alexia, we have to remember our promise and bring your inhaler this time. Whoa. Because this time if we don't close that clam-shaped door in Old Bridge Township, New oh Jersey, my God. then he's going to come back again and again and again. And this can't be another generation's problem. Oh, my Lord. It's it's 
penis-wise, the carb-related clown. No, it's you know who it is, you fucking lack of continuity, man. No, why are you saying it? I can say it. Welcome you can't to say side it. Stories, everyone. You can't say it. You've ruined everything. Ben, hanging out you're with Henry. You're bringing it back here. You're bringing it to us. Buddy, I ain't bringing nothing back, but spaghetti is fully there. If you are hungry for carbs, if you're running a marathon fairly soon, don't, you're going to want to go graze. Don't eat the noodles. An estimated 300 to 400 pounds of pasta were dumped in Old Bridge, and there's a picture of the pasta. There a is. lot of people speculated don't on what it could be. see it. Don't touch it. Don't scoop it. No Parmesan cheese for you, Mrs. Madam. According to Nina Jakowitz, she says it was like that song on top of spaghetti, all covered with cheese. Stop singing this However, song. that is the I remember it because <laughs> I remember you were there. I remember it was in the canal. It was me, tiny leg Joe. Yes, tiny. I think it was short leg Joe. Black, I'm not sure. Black Greg, who's Asian? Who's Asian? We yes. were here. Italians. I, I still remember on top of spaghetti. Yeah, this is battery acid, you slime. Fucking goddamn NPR who thinks that they're so fucking good. They say that it has been solved. And oh yeah, and I bet you would. You'd like it. Because I'd like to hear if there was other sort of pasta slash anti-pasta mysterious happening. Yes. Because it starts with the pasta. Sure, and it seems innocent enough. Sure. But then it comes into prosciutto filled olives. Oh my! Then it turns into I don't even want to get to gnocchi. Don't and do what it. it means and what that will mean for the rest of us. Also, gnocchi sounds like a great new character for Mortal Kombat. You do not want to mess with the gnocchi. It's also the only pasta that teaches us all about consent. Isn't that fantastic? So when it comes to the spaghetti, as you were saying, Henry, a lot of outrage. A lot of people saying, who could it be? Who would waste all this food? Where's all the marinara sauce? One person, Alacoco, said, I can fix this. Just give me it. Just give me time to gather three to four hundred cups of marinara sauce. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> it's Tommy Rococo. Yeah, he was funny. So the mayor's no, no, office no, Tommy and the Rococo, member, I remember because he pushed me up because, you know, Jacoco knew it's. Yeah, yeah, because I remember him. I remember him from back in the day. Yeah. I remember that Ali Aloko. Mm -hmm. I remember her. And I remember because it was she was the biggest female bully that we had at the time. And she didn't want to believe us at the old township bridge, the old bridge township mm -hmm. crew. She didn't want to believe our tales of what we were beating. And so she said, oh, yeah. Oh, you think you're better than me? And she yep. pushed my belly up. And I remember oh. I still have the scar. Can you see? I can see. It's right here. It's under... Oh, yes. It's right here. It's, it's underneath. right above it's, the poop. See, there it is. I'm happy see, to see this it. This is Look where at, she carved my I, initials oh, into yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Keith Raniere of her. She started having crazy sex with me. 1997, the year that this began this within the Zabrowski clan. And it's still going. And, of course, don't forget to watch that hit movie, I Know What You Ate Last Summer. So the mayor's office has actually heard wind of said spaghetti incident. Uh, it's the council member district of Johnny Murphy III. They haven't responded for requests, but don't worry they have the police investigating the incident well because the issue is so now again if we want to i guess ground this, this is a really way, big deal uh, they had they said that maybe it came from someone leaving a house and they left a bunch of dried pasta out by the river and then the water itself made it limp isn't that interesting? So perhaps the pasta wasn't pre-cooked, but nature did indeed cook said pasta. I don't believe Why that that is it possible. That's possible. Because Why the, clean it up? The no, pH because levels let of the, the bugs. It doesn't know. It's literally destroying the river. The pH level. That's what they're saying. The issue pH now level? is that the amount of pasta was there and the way uh, it degrades as it sits in the water, it's actually very bad for the river and all anything that might be living in the river. 
Well, either way, because they're not supposed to be eating it. The public works department has cleaned up the mess shortly after, yeah, so apparently all things a, are okay. They got the fucking one fork and a little spoon to scoop it up. Well, I think they just got their largest boy who was. They had to uh, separate him from his television after he was watching The Sopranos season three for the 10th time and say, you know what, Tommy? We finally got a job big enough for you. I am so just, anyway, I, I just can't believe it. It, it. I know that this is not going to be the end of this. Oh, I guess you to your point, Henry. Apparently when it rains, it smells like sewage. And uh, so then that's bad. Well, uh, I guess go, it, well, who would have thought a little pasta could have gone such a long way? Well, you remember tiny legged Joe. Joe. You remember and Alexia? Which we still, we have no idea what Alexia is. I don't care what anybody says, guys. We're getting back together. I'm going to see you at our favorite Chinese restaurant Mm. in town, um, which was strangely named Patrizio's. Um, and then we're just gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, and then maybe, you know, we'll catch up with some drinks and stuff. And then obviously we'll, we'll de- defeat the ass man if we can get around to it, but mostly want to be nice to have a reason to finally come back to New Jersey. Well, you know what goes well, let's do a little segue here to this uh, story. I want to talk about what it goes well with pasta, a little wine. Did you hear this tale? A woman survived five days stranded in the bush in Australia by eating sweets and drinking single bottles of wine. I would say, don't rescue me. I'm fine. Yeah, I do think that is true. I think she's waving off people trying to pick her up. She's 48 years young. Lillian Ip. Lillian, the name of my grandmother, a woman so unbelievably sweet. She hated squirrels and she nicknamed my little brother Squirrel. She was all of a sudden she's in the bush. And this is in Victoria State. And I still don't fully understand how you just get stranded in the bush. But I guess you go there and you look around and it's like being underwater. You don't know which way is up. And then you just sit there and you eat your snacks and you drink your wines. I don't know if that's true. It sounds like the car shut down and she then was lost. But she Bro, said that she reminds just, me of that. She didn't even try to escape. No, she seriously, just, she got hammered. She just got drunk in the car and then she said, I, oh, he's like, I thought I was going to die there. My whole body shut down on Friday. She didn't even try to do anything. No, she didn't she do anything. She just laid there and then got drunk. And then she, she said their only thoughts were, God, I wish I, had a, I wish I had some water and I wish I had a cigarette. That's right. And thank God the policewoman that found her had a cigarette for her. So isn't that nice? Um, but you remember that movie? It's a surprisingly scary film. And there's two of them. And uh, Wolf, Wolf Creek. Creek. Wolf Creek. Great I movie. think about that movie oh, way, yes. way too much. Because it's Both off of them are super scary. The second one's funny because it kind of jumps the shark. Well, it's the, but it's great. It's, it's goofy, but, but it's about the real it's scary. dangers of the outback, the outback. And the fact that people go missing there all the time. And it's a lot of like intrepid young tourists are like, oh, yeah, I'll go for a hike. Like how I go for a hike where I went to Natalie and I went to some for some outdoor location. I was like, oh, want to be fun to hike. And we arrive at the trail and then we're like. Oh, I don't have shoes. Right. I'm like wearing Jordans and we have no water and I'm wearing jeans. Oh, it's not for us. Not like, to mention, no. you know what I've heard? Spiders. Spiders. The spiders. I they like s- spiders. No, not these. These are a foot long. They say they don't kill you, but like they're like the ones that are just everywhere. You know, bro. I only, in Australia, when we went, I only saw one big spider. That's and I'm we were fascinated, in the city. We were in the I'm, city. I'm fascinated by spiders. Yeah. I like the daddy long legs and I like the ones that eat the mosquitoes, but then I don't like the ones that bite because they will kill you. And yes. if you get your dick bit, they'll have to chop that thing right off. So anyway, she was found. And the funny thing is she doesn't really drink, which is actually probably good for her because then she got super hammered. I feel that she could have tried harder to survive. 
Well, she did survive. Well, she did survive, but I feel like she Five could days. have tried other things. I think she made the right decision by not going into the bushland. Well, yeah, that is probably true. You're supposed to stay where you are. I do know that that is a survival tip, is that you don't go looking for civilization. You stay right where you are, and then hopefully somebody comes and finds you. 50-50. 50, you got to play it by ear. I've, what if you're like in Don't jail? listen to him. What if you're in uh, the Kennedy, What if you're in Robert Kennedy's junior backyard? K- Kissel you is, go. Kissel's wearing a football jersey, but he I'm has, a football player. He has never been to the combine. No, but I did watch it one time. You you definitely have had a couple the of the combine combined foods. Um, oh my the, god! If I could just do the buffet at the combine, that would be incredible. Because you know they, they the treat those athletes. Oh my god! It's all high protein, low carb. Great food, mm. but then you have to work out all the time to make you not fat. That is the idea. Yeah. Uh, but now this is a story that I think that is really, really fun. This oh. is, I, uh, again, we're here. Obviously, we're in a bit of the murder business, and we do like well, and find know. stories of crime to be fun and slash sad. But I'm not supposed to like murder, right? No, Everybody is bad. mad, you know. I, I, and I'll say that officially here at LPN for all of us. We're against it. We don't think yeah. that you should murder. But I do think, okay, if you're going to do it. Well, let's not. Put some flair in it. Like, let's let's have some I fun with it. I think people currently do have a lot of flair when they, they murder, and that's one of the problems. They don't all the time. If you're going to do it, have fun with it. This woman is a, uh, a pip. Sheila Keen Warren, 59. Now, she is finally just as of last week, has finally ended her case, her murder case, and a plea deal where she was arrested in 2017 for the 1990 murder of a uh, of a young woman by the name of Marlene Warren. And the kicker here is that Sheila Keen Warren arrived in a full clown suit. It's unbelievably it's, scary. It's it was fucking. I can't say that it's awesome because I'm not allowed. Everybody gets it's mad. It's not awesome. But it's the idea of like she went, she bought a clown costume because she was completely uh, ape shit. Because Marlene Warren, who was the woman she murdered, that was her then next husband. Right. So Marlene Warren was married to a man that they broke up. Marlene Warren's ex-husband got married to Sheila Keen Warren in a fit of jealousy. Sheila Keen Warren, who already had her man mm. fucking went and dressed as Marlene Warren's favorite thing, which was clowns. Indeed. So So she flipped and she fucking became her ultimate nightmare by choosing her favorite thing to be her end. It was the morning. It was May. It was 1990. Uh, First, the clown, a.k.a. Sheila Keen Warren, handed the woman some carnations and some balloons. And after that, she shot her dead. Uh, This is a very strange case. 1990. How many years ago was that? 33. So this woman's now 59. Some quick math there. She was younger then. 20. The case came to a uh, the case really uh, came to a head recently as they finally figured out it was her in 2017. She got away with it. For like 27 years. Yes. And because they were able to get some DNA from her and they found the they found hair in the clown's getaway car from the victim. (laughs) Okay. This is really very interesting. Does that mean she kept the car for that whole time? It was a LeBaron. Right, so you know how many? I you know how many? You can get up to down. you can get up to twenty five clowns inside of a, a LeBaron. It's incredible. Well, clowns have a way with of fitting into cars. Oh, they, I don't know how they do it. Um, it's they do it elephant wise with dick in butt. So they right. fall. They do it like file folder 
where it's dick and butt, dick and butt, dick and pussy, dick and pussy, dick and pussy, and all they file it together. Sure. And that eliminates solid three to four inches of clown dick room to compress. Now, she committed this murder. Now, first of all, we also always talk about, oh, you know, like women don't murder as much as men. But this is an exact example. It shows that not only she, she put a careful plan what about together. the queen? She did it. She only murdered an entire culture. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. Corpse. I'm going to shit on her fucking corpse. You got to kill a lot of people to do that. But she uh, she, she covered up her crime. She did it really well. So, all right. So, again, but, okay. I'm, not, I'm not happy with her. No, you do seem most lately to have. But I will say this. I actually don't. We'll talk about the sentence here in a second. But I don't know. If I think that she got off pretty fucking oh, yeah. light. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really crazy. It's crazy. So Sheila Kane Warren, I, I, there, I don't really know the whole story. There's going to be more and more coming out. There's a good Dateline I started watching last night. Oh, was, this is, if you're a fun. Dateline producer, you're like clown, like, women you. on women murder, and 1990. The, the B-roll was awful because it's just like, it's poor non-unit actors like oh. crazily putting clown <laughs> makeup on. So yeah. uh, they developed some form of animosity towards each other. I believe it was because Marlene Warren was the mother to her now new husband's two some kids. Some kind of mistress bullshit. She just wanted yeah, just out the weird. picture. She wanted yeah. the picture. But something clicked inside of her where she decided to <sighs> use this imagery against Marlene. And she went to the, she planned she's going to do this thing. She stole a gun. She went, she bought the, which is, I kind of said, cheapest possible clown costume. Of she course. went straight to the costume store, bought a clown costume. She then had to buy double white because she wanted to make up her face. And she just walked up like, word of the audience. Right. If a clown you gotta rings call her doorbell. It. You got to call it. You have better have ordered that clown. Get in your mouse and get out of it here. It should never be a surprise. That's like, from Uncle Buck. Yeah, I love that. But it should never be a surprise. So she showed up as a flower delivery person, opened the door, opened fire, right? Drove away. The poor woman shot in the face, instantly dead. Apparently, her final words were, oh, how lovely. Like, because she saw the, the, the Nice the final words. Nice final words, I she will say. Runs to the, she runs to the little baron, and they keep bringing up the little baron, I guess because it's the funniest car, because it had nice wood paneling. And, of course, it's French for the baron. For the baron. She then drove. She abandoned the car. But this is how they found it. I guess they got like some kind of clown tracker. I have no fucking idea but what they do. The way the guys were talking about, they're like, "Yeah, and we 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 entered the vehicle, and, and as we could see, there were several obviously clown hairs that were involved, and it just showed like because these clown hairs were all over the inside of it, which is yeah. incredible. The 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 goofy forensics that has to go." Like, cause then well, you're going to want to get a clown squad for this. Yeah, and, yeah they're throwing pies at each yeah. other and shoot each other with well, seltzer and, and ruining the scene. The, you know, the, the shoe prints are quite comical, quite large. Specifically, so, did, she did not wear the shoe prints. That's well, what she said. They were like, the, when the APB went out, they were like looking for a clown, but with no <laughs> clown shoes. So the woman was long suspected. That's Keen Warren. She had been jailed awaiting trial for the first degree murder since 2017. Now, interestingly enough, you would think, oh, this must have an uproarious reaction action amongst the people of West Palm Beach. But no, this entire thing was handled basically with a plea deal. It was a plea deal. And instead of it being like a crazy literal circus, the circuit judge, Scott Suckauer, he handled all of this during his lunch break from another murder trial. Oh, yeah. So this woman... I don't know why they kept. Maybe it's because it's so embarrassing for them and everybody else. Well, they kept. They're saying there's a couple of shit. We're like, I I guess there was a long 
process and the, the, the they had a hard time getting her to trial. But then then, then they started blaming COVID. It took six freaking years. Yeah, I have no clue how that works. And now they're trying to get her on time served. Because they're saying that because they, 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 she took a plea deal. Well, let's get into that. Which I don't even understand how you get a second degree manslaughter plea deal for straight up first degree murder. Because she had a plan with the husband. Because she mm. went on to live happily with this new husband for like 20 years. They lived this incredible side life. She's only in her late 50s now, so she's going to have more time with them. This is according to one of the people that is obviously devastated from the loss. They say Sheila Keen Warren has finally been forced to admit that she was the one dressed as a clown and took the life of an innocent victim. She will be convicted for murder for the rest of her days. Unfortunately, yes, she will be a convicted murderer. Unfortunately, um, she will be in jail for the rest of her years because the deal calls for a 12-year sentence, but Keen Warren has already served six of those years, which means she has six years left. I would love for someone to explain to me, side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. How does she get that type of deal? Like, I guess it just, it's been going on for so long that it's almost just like, I think all prosecutors right, just, are just done. Yeah, just say guilty. We're going to wrap this up. We can pop you in the fridge and for I, a while. But then when she comes out, she I feel like she's, gonna not be better because she spent six years in jail. You know what I mean? No. I don't think that the I don't think the marbles get no. more gathered when you're sitting in there. No, no. I, I don't think jail has really helped anyone psychologically. Um her trial was supposed to start next month. And then obviously she could have been looking at uh, the death sentence or a life sentence. But you're right. This plea deal very friendly. Maybe the guy has a thing for clowns. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, you, the women that they were they, in the Dateline episode, the women that sold her the clown suit were so funny because they were like, we knew something was going on <laughs> when she didn't buy the shoes. We're like, I mean, first of all, I, I don't. They should come together. Are, well, you're going to tell me the shoe. You're selling me the shoes separately to the clown costume? Oh, yeah. It's pretty quintessential to the clown costume, it's the shoes. a la carte clown. According to her attorney, Greg Rosenfeld, uh, this is what he had to say. He says the state of Florida originally wanted to execute her, but now she is going home in 10 months. Damn. Well, it was difficult to plead guilty to a crime she did not commit. This is her defense oh, attorney. Sure, sure, sure. It was kind of a no brainer when there's a guarantee that you will be home with your family. So it looks like the six years and then she only has 10 more months because I guess she was really well behaved and did a lot of balloon tricks in jail. I mean, and they're that, like, that's going to get you some time off. Oh, she's got to do that bit when you like, you drop a roll and then you try to keep picking it up and then you kick it before you pick it up. If you could make that last for six years. Oh, and the saddest thing is Marlene Warren's son, Joseph Aarons, he saw the whole thing happen yeah. when he was 21 He's now in his 50s. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's a fucked you up know, story. It really is. And you do wonder, you know, as obviously just like, can we just get this fucking done already? And then, uh, uh, of course, with the time, 33 years passed, maybe the emotions have obviously sure. not from the people who have suffered, but the emotions of the court are just like, let's just fucking get on. Just go. But she got she basically she got, got away, away with, with murder. Yeah. She got away with murder. And but I do think. Bullets the Clown is a great name for clown. <laughs> get right there. Do you know Bye, what? everybody. We haven't fun yet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh. I got a grievance with the 5G in my blood. That reminds me of when I watched Shakes the Clown, and I was like way it's... too young. I think my mom rented it for me. She just had no idea. Shakes the movie was fucking nasty, dude. Um, oh, look what I made. It's an AR-15, not a balloon. Oh. That's fun. That's well, cute. Well, it would be a safer way to do it. Also, one of the balloons, it was a silver balloon. And it was bought at Publix. 
And the balloon said, you're the greatest. Uh, well, it seemed, apparently they bought those uh, balloons on opposite days. Oh, my goodness. That is very, very sad. I, But uh, again, if you're going to commit murders, do it in a clown costume. For us, think about the commentators. Think about the comedians. Think about these poor late night writers. They're all on strike. They're still going to be cobbling. They're all writing jokes to each other just to keep each other company on the strike lines, on the picket lines. Think about yeah. this. So if you're going to kill somebody, do it in a, I mean, like, again, I mean, don't. Don't do like, it. Do it in, like, a dog costume. Do it in a fun, like, I don't know, a furry outfit. Like, just just something to just well, kind of give us all. I don't think we need to encourage any more murder here. I think we're full. We could just do this because this is the 1990s. We can go. I bet you there's, like, 30 clown killings. That we well, haven't even discussed yet. We did the Santa. We, we covered oh that God. story, well, which is fucking really strange. Fun. But Michael Warren, the man that I believe was having an affair, he was convicted of grand theft and racketeering. Yeah. And he's also, a, he's a real character. This was in 1994. Grand theft, racketeering. And you know what the third one was? Odometer tampering. Oh, yeah. That's from when it, you're really he was a oh, sales. Is that, like the, is, that, is that like tearing the fucking tag off of your mattress? He is, uh, what's a, he was a car salesman. He served and almost so, four years in prison for just be like, no, that's only got 20 miles. They just on get it. you on, they get you on fucking fraud. That is when they get you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, because that's what he, that's an old school scam. That's like think, Looney Tunes. And you can't do that anymore. No, no, no. Because you had to go in, just, yep. you literally had to go in and manually change it. It was back when it was like actual physical numbers that would roll over on a, on a wheel. So you had to go from behind it and flip them back to zero. Yeah. It technically was harder. To do that scam back in the day. I guess. All right. So there you go. Be very careful. Never answer the door. If a clown is knocking, unless it's your birthday, someone's like, I'm sending you a clown. There just has to be. Or, uh, it's just Some so tough. Notice. But then just, also we have to be able to have fun. Sure. So I, I also be like, oh, clown. Hey. I feel like, you know, we're in an age of consent and seeking consent. So there should be some form of acknowledgement, some clown transfer. Yeah. I, like just a, just a thing like, hey, just so you know, pending clown arrival. No matter what, just so that you know. So even if you have to have your own guns loaded. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that consent uh, existed in 1990 as well. I think so. Um, so anyway, be careful. And uh, that woman got away with with murder. Murder. Basically. All you got to do is be funny about it. And, you know, prison isn't fun, but lady prison isn't as bad as man prison. So uh, she probably know. just got some girlfriends and hangs out. I got some really interesting emails when we were talking about prison guards. Female prison can get pretty gnarly. Oh, yeah, I can. No, yeah, no, yeah, still yeah. You got some some crazy bean punchers in there, man. Uh, hey, fucking, uh -huh. there is some clit slitters that you can't even. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near these yes. guys. I, I don't like the new name of the Rockettes, the clit slitters <laughs> there. I, I say keep it the Rockettes. From your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put 
photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Um, well, here's a story that will last exactly 10 seconds. There was a dude in Vancouver. He opened up a store selling heroin, meth, and cocaine, and MDMA. Uh, it was He was arrested 24 hours later, and the store was shut down. It's very... So there you go. There's that. That guy's name was Jerry Morton, but you know what? Wait, is it not... He also opened... It was called The Drug Store, and I just give him credit for trying. <laughs> Sometimes you never know. I would have, what we learned most, what fraudsters taught me, <laughs> is that brazen confidence 
really, really helps. Yeah, if it's you just, just uh, do it without asking for permission because there are all drugs. I think all drugs are decriminalized in Vancouver. Am I incorrect? No, no, not like this, because the police mm. said they started gathering evidence after the suspect started selling cocaine, crack, methamphetamine <laughs> and heroin out of the mobile trailer parked <laughs> near the main main and Cordova streets. So I think he was just, you know, the thing I is, think the all cops drugs are should still... be legal. I do think that they should all be legal. But at the same time, until they are, you would mass the evidence for them. Yes, uh, sure. I, I'm not against that entirely, but I also don't know if this man necessarily needs to have a store right where people are addicted to all of those drugs. Why tax it, bro? Why get it on the, you don't, don't why put it in paper, dog? I can keep that on the, the, the low, dude. Open up a pasta store. Call it a pasta store. And Call then everyone shows up at any other kind of store and you sell drugs at the store, but everybody shows up and says, hey, can I get five cannellonis? Like, that's all you got to do to oh. cover up. It's just a little bit. And honestly, it's kind of fun because then you got to play. Like, it's like, oh, I know. Yes, sir. Yes. Let me go right to the pasta cupboard. Uh -huh. And then you go and look at like, it's a fun day. Everybody's role playing. Well, to that point, it would be nice if we did have somebody that was testing these goods before they hit the streets to make sure they're not full of poisonous fentanyl. So anyway, that's that story. Be no, very careful. Also, it would be good if, you, again, see the quality of these well, drugs. What a great day for People it. If always, you are addicted to drugs, though, and you walk by and you're like, ooh, Chris, well, would well, be like, oh, what a day. I think that if I was fully addicted to drugs and I saw that, I would, uh, to be honest, I think I'd be pretty paranoid about the idea of like, oh, so some drug store called the drug store the is opened store, up. Yeah. It seems to be the best slash worst thing ever created yeah yeah but then you know take a chance take a chance, take a chance again on i'm on heroin what do i give a take chance take a chance on love uh you know that you, you sometimes you shouldn't though no uh, you really there, shouldn't there is a story uh well i was gonna do i did wanted to quickly kind of sure. bring up the jesse mcfadden story oh, really sure. quick just because we do we've gotten a lot of messages about this man that was a basically about to go to court for being for possession of pedophile of, of, of child pornography. He was a convicted rapist who served 16 years. This he got out early fucking nasty. Um, and then he killed himself, his wife, her two kids and two visiting kids. It's a it's a really crazy, fucked up, horrible story. Yeah. But the, I, we were going to cover it. But there's so much information that is pending that I really can't understand. I don't really uh. know why. He was let out on bail. He was, uh, he was while well, in jail. He was charged with sending lewd pictures of himself to a teenager from an illegal cell phone in jail. But right. for some reason, that wasn't tacked onto his sentence. It turned into some other like weird COVID issue. Like apparently, he was supposed to go to trial in 2019, but then his prosecutor broke his foot, and then there was COVID. You know like, thanks, Fauci. Thanks, Fauci. Thanks, Fauci. So, yes, a very bizarre. Um, I think that we need to have a little bit of intelligence when it comes to who should be out, who shouldn't be out. Dude's 39 years old. He was he was due in court on Monday, but he just didn't show up. He just didn't show so, up. So uh, I have a feeling a serial rapist who has obviously the ability to murder. Maybe we don't just want to be like, see you Monday. Oh, yeah. It's not fucking work. No. And then he texted um, the girl that he was sexting from within jail after the fact, basically saying, this is all your fault. I am doing these things because you wouldn't let the charges go for me, which is obviously uh, he's an absolute villain. 
Uh, but it, the only Aww. good thing is that he's dead, but it's really sad that he took out all of these people with and there him. Were, yeah, and obviously... It's extremely young, sad. Young people, I think the oldest one was 35. No, it's very, very... Aww. It's a horrible story, but we I would want to unpack it when I have more information, just because it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, um, there's a lot going on. But there's some more simple stories. There are more simple stories than like, this. Like, this is a really simple story Ugh, because, yuck. you know, we've stayed in a lot of hotels. I I love a nice hotel. I, I crave hotel. a nice hotel. Have you ever seen? Because I've been to the Hilton downtown Nashville. Have you been there? It's yeah, beautiful. I think that we did stay there. Yeah, it's we right, stayed it's there. It's right by uh, Brickstone or Bridgestone Center and Roberts and yeah, all those but, places. But, and, and this, I think, is a it's big actually quite a nice hotel. It's a beautiful hotel. It's a, it's a really nice, high-level hotel. And this is a big thing. You know, just, just to educate our audience, I don't know if you, are, you travel as much as we travel. Uh, I always leave. The do not disturb sign on the door. Yeah. I always do it. I don't care what's going on. I want you in my room because I'm only there for a couple of days. I want you to see. I need to shit in peace. But I feel like this is a really good um, example of why you should keep that on there. I don't, I don't think know if it would stop man, him. No, I don't think this would have stopped him. This is where you need your latch. And then you can even buy little things online, little dongles that are extra security. Oh, you know, this Because remember guy, what happened with Aaron Andrews when that weird-ass hotel guy was peeping through her through the oh, hole? Yeah, peeping yeah, out her yeah, through yeah. the little hole? It's crazy. Well, this guy... Horny little gremlin by the name of David Neal used a charge with aggravated burglary and assault with a connection to with a March 30th incident where he used a replica key card, entered a room of a hotel guest, Pete Brennan, around five o'clock in the morning. And Mr. Brennan woke up to Neal sucking on his toes, sucking on his toes. And there was a sucking like think about how how do you not number one? How do you not wake up immediately when door opens and closes? I don't know. That's intense. Like you can sleep through that, though. how hard? You got the if you got the night like, curtains going, it's real pitch black, and you're tired. But how hard you got to be sleeping until somebody starts sucking on your toes? Like you woke up mid suck. Well, we don't know how long he was sucking. So this is what Peter Brennan said. He says, "I instantly jumped up and was screaming. Went into a sort of a fact, fi- fact, fact finding, finding mode. mode. I love that. Who are you? Why are you in my room? What are you doing here? Oh God. What? Well, no. I'm sorry. I couldn't. My mouth was full. Oh, interestingly enough, Brennan, again, that's the he, victim here. He was like, I could see he was wearing a uniform. He had his name tag on. He was talking to me, but not giving me any substantive oh, answers. Probably just being like, just here, suck him toes. How just many suck toes. T- how many times has this weirdo done this? I don't know. According to Brennan, he says, I'm having problems sleeping now. Oh, I'm yeah. going through PTSD. He's oh, talking yeah. to a therapist. It's really fucked up. But he said the worst part is that he went up to the security. So, okay. So, turns out, Ugh. David Neal, he's the manager. That's yeah, the he night must be. manager. He's yeah. the night manager. So, he goes in there. I mean, God knows how many toes he sucked. Which also That's kind what of I'm saying. in my mind, I wonder how many times has he sucked men's toes and have they woken up and been like, all right, all right, move up. All right, go to the ankles. You suck heels? Like you think he does that? I don't think like, it's I one don't of know. those like, videos, buddy. But who knows? But so he's sucking on the toes. He, he obviously guy freaks out. He says, like, you know, the guy leaves, but it's way more like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm so sorry, sir. This must have been some kind of misunderstanding. She he leaves. Pete Brennan goes straight to the security and he's like hey uh you know uh your boss broke into my room and started sucking on my toes and they just fucking laughed at him <laughs> they yeah, laughed. Not good. and then like he, he needs to sue hilton hard oh i think he will like he's um uh, according yes. to uh the night manager david neal this is what he says the manager david neal told cops he let himself into the room because he smelled smoke 
but he didn't smell smoke. <laughs> Investigators didn't buy it. So Neil was charged with aggravated battery and what assault. What does that even mean? He smelled smoke. He's like, well, he may oh. have been trying to bust him for smoking cigarettes or smoking weed and trying to be like, or he wants to be a hero and put a fire out. And then what happened? So he goes in there and he's just like, okay. Now, 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 y'all, you're smoking in there. Hey, y'all, everybody wake up. Knock and knock. And then open up and like, there's no dang, there's no dang fire in here. Oh, my God. There's toes. And then you see toes sticking out underneath the blanket. And he's just like, God damn, look at them <laughs> suck ass digits. And he sees the medium and like, of course, I guess I did smell smoke because them toes are hot. <laughs> I don't wear that smoke that's fire. Yeah. And then he just got down. And do you think he got down on his hands and knees and approached the, the toads like a bunch of like, like either like, ooh, a horny G.I. Joe? Yeah. Or do you think he did it like a little dog? Like, and then you think he's fully sucking on toes? You think he's smelling them a little bit? And then giving well, like if a, you start sucking, a couple of yeah, like little probably. Lick, you can probably give him some test licks, right? Oh, I because would assume so. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. I know some of y'all, you'll like sucking on feet and dirty feet, but is there no is there no sort of indicator where you're like, eh, that's a stop sign. Uh-oh. Well, yeah, the person you don't know is sleeping in a room that he doesn't want you in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're talking that's about a general consent and not sexually assaulting someone. I'm talking about everybody's there to suck toes. And then you approach a set of toes that you're like, I'm not. Like into this one, like no, no on your toes. Yeah, I feel like if you're a toe guy, you take the toes that you can get. I don't know. A couple of my toes on, look like fucking witches. But hands. you would be surprised. You think that someone would still suck my horrible feet? Yeah, because that's part of it. Sometimes they want a little gnarled up toe, even if it's like mine are bad, dude. You really want to suck on they my say feet? Chris Pratt's toes have little fun guy on them, but they look just like mine. So I think he is nothing more than a fun guy. Well, he's most of the time he spent kicking toadstools because now he's one of the Mario brothers. That's right. Apparently Yoshi's supposed to be in the next one, kind of a bit of a reveal at the end. Who gives a sh fucking shit? We're not children. <laughs> um, well, speaking of children, a Utah mom, she wrote a children's book about grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good story. This is not even the first time we've talked about a woman who writes a story about yes. grief after someone she knows dies. Nancy Brophy did. They also did this too. It turns out Corey Richens is charged with first degree aggravated murder with the connection of her late husband, Eric Richens. Now, so I will no. say that it was a chapter two when it comes to grief. If you did it, it's also kind of fun. It's also kind so of fun. maybe that was a little hint that perhaps... So one of the stages of grief for her was hiding the body. Well, this and is, that's unique. It is. It is. Because, again, if someone Ugh. really cares, to, to be honest, that is one of the Lori Vallow, Chad Daybell, like, defense postures being like, well, yeah. they cared so much for the children. They didn't want to be dug up by scavengers. Uh, but this, this story <laughs> yeah, okay. is another one of those that doesn't really, like, make full sense to me because this guy said multiple times to many people, Eric Richens, mm. my wife is trying to fucking kill me. Uh, so this, she's a Mormon. She's accused of poisoning her husband. Right. Now, this has came out. She was, uh, she, her husband died, I believe. It was a lethal amount of fentanyl. Oh, yes. It was yes, March yes, yes. 3rd, 2022. She's not a bright murderer. She also, interestingly enough, the uh, vehicle, for the fentanyl. Do you know what it was? Moscow Mule. Moscow Mule. Yeah. Which is a, I don't think I've ever seen anyone poisoned via Moscow Mule before. So this guy had made several statements oh, up was, to this point. Also, I'm sorry, just one second. Sadly, he got the Moscow Mule because he was celebrating a real estate deal for her business. And Moscow Mule, that is a celebratory drink, isn't it? It is. It is. I love the copper cups. I do like it. I do. I really do. But this guy, 
I feel really oh. bad for him. But I, you know, again, you never know what happens, you know, inside of a marriage. But it does seem that she was angling for money. Yeah, uh, she's a so, fucking psycho bitch, bro. She killed her husband and wrote a book about killing her husband. And I don't sad she was. So this is there was like a process. So it starts with Eric Richens. Eric Richens started complaining that he felt that there was a suspicious amount of time, essentially, that he was getting sick directly after something that Corey Richens fed him or gave him to drink. And he started joking with his friends about how I think Corey's trying to kill me. And then what happened was that she, behind his back, after these, these real estate deals went, she, this is red flag number one, your wife decides to change your life insurance policy with your company without you knowing about it to having basically double it up and make sure that she's the beneficiary. Mm-hmm. The company was like, whoa, 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 what's happening here? And they stopped it. She then tried to do it again, where she tried to open up another life insurance policy on him, where he's, and even the husband kept saying, like, I think something's really going on here. I don't know what's up. So on February 14th, this is the, when it first started of 2022. He had a drink that she gave him after the eating together. He got violently ill. And he had to go to the hospital. And he then said again, I think I was poisoned. I think that she he did something poisoned. to me. Mm-hmm. I think I believe it was 10 days later. She fed him this Moscow mule that had five times the deadly dose of fentanyl inside of it. And she had a guy. So this is all obviously she had her little drug buddy. The guy that sold her the, the drugs was the one who flipped on her. Right. And he said, like, obviously, I've been selling to this Mormon mom and right. he's been buying stuff. From, she's been buying stuff, finding this guy, buying stuff from this this drug dealer. And he said the first thing he bought, she bought a bunch of drugs from him. And then she came back and she's like, these weren't strong enough. Yeah, she, and so bought, then she, she said, bought hydrocodone oh, she first. Did. And then she went and got, she said straight up, the, the term was, I need that Michael Jackson shit. Which really wasn't, uh, that wasn't, I don't believe fentanyl was no, it's the propofol. final name. Yeah, that's right. Also, Richin allegedly obtained 15 to 30 fentanyl pills worth $900. Yes. Fucking hell, that's expensive. Yes, she did it all. My God. It was all for the insurance money. She was trying to get out of it. But then she discovered it's actually really difficult to do insurance fraud. I do believe that that's They don't want to pay you. No, 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 Yeah, no, that's no. the one they thing They don't want to pay learned. you even if it's correct. No, they don't. Insurance is, I'm going to say, a scam. They don't. They, if life is a pre-existing condition and animal insurance. I had it, but I just stopped it because they don't pay for anything. They actively don't want to pay these things. So she probably bumped into that. So she said that she looked out in the market and she was like, you know, there's no books about a grieving Mormon family needing to celebrate a lost husband, which I actually also don't think is is real. What about the Book of Mormon? Isn't like there's a bunch of death in that, I'm oh, sure. It's for fucking cucks. And well, this is here like to the words. So it's called the book she wrote was called Are You With Me? Oh and it God. shows a picture of her husband who was done with full puffer vest, hat, beard, as an angel rooting her son on in a soccer game. And here's the back of it. Oh uh, are God. you with me? Are you with me? It's written to create peace and comfort for children who have lost a loved one. It's to reassure children that although your loved one is not present, their presence always exists, and they walk through life with you as if they were here. So it's like they're already, it's like they're alive. It really is like they're alive. Their poor child. They she just took their father away, or I think there might just be one. Either way, it doesn't matter. And it was dedicated um, to my amazing husband and a wonderful father. So wasn't that worth it? Isn't that worth experiencing night terrors? And just basically she tortured him until finally she got the right drugs that was going to kill him. 
She's also just straight up a fucking bad criminal and a moron because they said a meet that he was highly suspicious way up top because she said she found him passed out on the floor when she woke up in the morning and then she was dead, right? They all say the same thing with Tammy Daybell. They all like, Chad Daybell's version of Tammy Daybell's death is the dumbest shit. I woke up shit. and they were dead. Well, Key literally said, I woke up, she was laying half out the bed, this is Chad Daybell, and then she just flipped out of bed dead, which just doesn't happen. That isn't. No, that doesn't it reminds work. me a little bit of that other psychopath. Was it Martin? I always say Chris Martin, but that's the guy from Coldplay. He's another type of psychopath. It's the piece of shit. Well, I did hear someone his friends that I that He's at rude. the local bar. Uh, I know that they and they know the drummer of Coldplay, and they said he has the perfect wife because no one knows who he is. And yeah, he it's, just incredible. Gets to be, it's incredible. But um, no, that uh, the other douchebag with the short blonde hair who was just like, my wife was abusing the children, so I had to kill my wife and stuff. It was a big ass oh, story. I know, I, I know, Chris exactly, Martin, but it's not Chris Martin. I know who you're talking about. I just watched this thing. I forgot this story. He did from Celebration Florida. Yeah. Yes. Um, but this, this she, she said she came upon his dead body. And then she immediately jumped into CPR. But then all the police were like, no, you absolutely did not. Right. Because when we came, we saw that there was blood, foam and blood that were coming out of his mouth. Uh -huh. obvious, it's an obvious sign of a overdose. Right. And then they went and did a toxicology report immediately. Fentanyl, five times a lethal drug dose in his body. Right. And they're like, oh, this doesn't work either. And then she tried to say, oh, you know, he always had a pill problem. And then, like, he was covering right. up from high school. And they're like, well, no, this is powdered fentanyl that's right. in his system. That it's not really how it goes. And then all of it was ingested orally. Isn't that interesting? She chose a mule. The drug mule of drinks. Interesting. The Moscow mule. Also, you can get the... Uh, so you're saying she works for Putin. <laughs> it's very possible. Also, what's the one... What's it called when you make it with tequila? It's really good. A Moscow mule with tequila? Yes, it calls it's called something else. It's called like I, I think it's just a Mexican a mule. Rivington? I think it's called a Mexican mule. It's really good though. I liked it better with tequila. All right. Yeah, well, you say it's with a yeah, Mexican mule, that's what they say. Right from your grave. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right. I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right. My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be. To motivate my team to get out there. Oh man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly.
make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list. With Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish. Wow! I just gotta learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm gonna be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right. Well, let's go on to something more innocent. Pranks. Uh, it turns out you can't really have fun in high school anymore. No, Caney no, Creek no. High School. You know, given all the everything horrible it happened. Everything bad. Started in 1999. So a Texas high school says an odor led to hospitalizations, and then a bunch of classes were canceled. Well, these stink. But, but I've dealt with stink bomb issues before in high school. Well, that was the whole thing. It turns out it was just a high school kid using stink spray as a prank, and it sent six kids to the hospital. But mm. I, is well, it is? Are, are you gonna? Woo, do you? I mean, you can get a headache from the stuff. It stinks for a reason. It's gross. Yeah, it's bad. It's just one of those things where if you... This kid's life shouldn't be ruined, though, because of this. He was just trying to use... This is the most innocent... I wish kids would just do this. Uh, yes. Oh, I stink spray, fart bombs. It's cute. Whoopee cushions. That's like, to me, if we're going to get into semi-harmful pranks, that's at least fun. It's and funny. And it's edgy. It doesn't directly hurt people, but it can make people sick. You did... Have you researched, like... 
that story of the serial like I Carter? hate the no no I wish the serial brick tossers from oh, overpasses horrible, in Texas yeah. like it's one of those stories I was recently watching an old Ugh. Bill Burr Doug Stanhope podcast from last year you know that's one of those things that's been going on since I was a kid oh yeah I remember there was someone that threw a stupid ass cinder block over an overpass in Wisconsin like I remember as a kid my parents be like better watch out for that I was like what watch out for what but it's such it's one of those stories where you you know it's horrible I you, it's all quote unquote, like just fucked up kid shenanigans until well, like, somebody really gets hurt. And that's the worst. That's like the thing about turning like close to middle age is that like that thing where you start to realize being like, you children don't understand that your whole lives are ahead of you in one stupid is action can actually fuck up, can fuck up the your life and a well, lot of other people's lives. Watch the movie Sleepers. Good God, because uh, next thing you know, you kill a person on accident. You go and get molested by a fucking priest. And then, of course, you do have to kill that priest. So in Caney uh, Creek High School, the principal, Jeff Stickler, he told parents the police are investigating. I just I don't know if the police need to be investigating this. Well, this is the thing. Is that the anyway, are we really going to get the kids like that's we're going to get the kids involved with police, too. He was like, using, that's what's well, that's what I don't like. He was using a highly concentrated prank yes. stink spray called Hengot. Fart spray. Well, the fact that made it to the news is one of those. We're like, even that, like. <sighs> one student has confessed and we anticipate others may be identified through ongoing investigation. Again, this is in Texas. It's a lot of real yeah, stuff going on. Texas, dude. But they are working on the Yeah, this fart. is like, that's what's blowing my mind. This is in Texas? <laughs> well, the day, and they're going this, is, this far? Buddy, this they is They don't all, even send a police officer in to save all those children. I know. We they literally be, we wouldn't don't even. bring up Uvalde. It's very, <laughs> yes, I know. They won't even protect any. They won't do anything. This is what we're, we're, we're protecting them from smells. Is this the Yankee Candle Police? I'm really enjoying this. Oh, it's I'm, the Febreze Brigade on there it. There we go. Now you're getting there. We're so close to our show on Fox News now. That, right. that is not, this is not Fox News talking points. According to the <laughs> district attorney's office, it went all the way to the DA's office. What are we even, <laughs> they said, what is happening in that fucking bullshit I state? Know, I know, I'm with you. They said, we're going to address this to the fullest extent oh, of the student code of conduct and laws of the state Whatever. of Texas. This is not, this is our this, hot take corner. That no, you, it really is. This is where, you notice I, have, this kid I did was not have a do, single impassioned response to the woman killing the other woman. No, I know, but you should have had a little bit more. But this is, I, I feel you because literally... I don't believe that the, I think the kid was trying to make his friends laugh. And well, it's a fart to spray. You're trying to disrupt the school, trying to understand, like, you know, the, this isn't the be all end all. They used to tell us all, like, your permanent record, everything's going to come uh, down yeah. to this. You're going to look at all these, these math classes. You're not going to have a calculator in your pocket. All the bullshit yeah, I was I talking that. about in school. Like, <laughs> you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket. All I never forget my typewriting teacher because we went to, uh, we went to, I went to Catholic school, but it had like no money. Uh, oh, you never know. Computers might go out of style. Yeah. You better know. But I do know how to type a little better, I guess, because the type writer but whatever we spent a year on cursive i don't know how to do my taxes um also by the way with chat gpt you watch what's going to happen students are going to go having they're going to have to write they're going to start writing their fucking shit down with pen and paper again. that's what i would do we're going all the way back if i was a t if I, literally if i was a high school <sighs> teacher that's what i would do being like we're dialing this all the way back the ultimate irony we're going back to cave drawings aka emojis and then people are gonna have to start writing again with their fucking hands i mean hey i would have keeps these children honest 
<laughs> it's just learning. In the end, we'll figure it. We're gonna we're going to eventually work alongside these various AA mm-hmm. programs. Oh, yeah. Right now, we are we are set. We are fascinated with them because I'm millennials. Not. We are the last group of people that grew up with you no have a internet. better interpretation of them than the people that created it, who seem to hate what they've done. Well, it's because they're all now being blamed for a bunch of people losing their jobs and they hate the bad press. They so, don't give a shit. They don't care at all. They don't. None of none of them care. They might be. They might have human emotions. They feel nothing. Well, I just simply don't know if that's true, but I don't disagree with you um, because they are in. They just they, don't want to be blamed. AI, so they yeah. just don't want to be blamed. I got you. So firefighters. So there's like smells like farts. They called the fire department. They checked the entire yeah, building. This is, we had this happen. And I, I, I want to say this happened in my middle school. I've heard this story again and again and again. There's no reason to get the police involved. You just get your principal out there to go like, what do you need? Every, we need a conversational power spread. Like, that's, that's right. what we need. We need them to have like, they're supposed, they should be all go forced to clean a highway. I guess. So 14 students felt ill. I don't know how strong like, this is, them, so tell me. Teach them light responsibility. Have them go experience something in the world. Have them have to go, like, do some form of, of civil service, and then that's it. Then number one, you got them, you taught them about the wondrous world of volunteering, which sure. I actually am very thankful I got to do in high school. And then you also, then we can all kind of laugh about it. And then six of the students were taken to the hospital, but don't worry, they're currently in stable condition. I do think that this is getting more press than most school shootings. <laughs> this article is about literally it like, it's like a 20-minute <laughs> article. Um, okay, great. So there you go, kids. Got to be careful out there, kids. I just don't, maybe incorrect. I mean, side stories, LPOTL, you know, oh, maybe no, these fart sprays are, no, 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 we might be crazy. maybe they are chemical-grade weapons now. I don't know. These are our opinions, and we're allowed to be little snowflakes on here. And express our fun, little, perfect, unique ideas. I just feel like that would have been something that one of myself or my friends Absolutely. would have done. And- do you think that they're still doing the prank? Where do you ever? Uh, I, I remember one high school that they stole their principal's car and then put it on the roof. Well, one of my friends in high school stole the uh, school van and drove it through a house that was right across the street. Um, but no, the uh, that's not a lot of creativity. No, that's not a lot of creativity. That was you just hammered on that one. Uh, and then every year there was a senior class prank. So then some people put a bunch of horse manure in the principal's parking thing. We hid like the principal's podium. Simple stuff. Yeah. Fake a seizure here or there. I want to say they removed all of the letters at the top of where it said our school's name oh, and made it say like shit ass yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean, that's just very that's common. That's very fun. common. All right. Let's do Hero of the Week. And uh, some might not agree, but I don't really care. I like elephants. We need to leave the elephants the fuck alone. I, this is, you know, I give you pushback when you we do this little bit where you bring out a hero of the week that's not a human, and I have to go like, this is not human. But this is, I'm with you. There's a woman, and she is from New Hampshire. She went on a vacation in Bali, so you know she was fucking annoying. I can't even you imagine. Just imagine. It's so- hot here. Is there a McDonald's? <laughs> oh, this food's so ethnic. <laughs> Why am I here? Her name was Beth Boger. And so she's taking this picture, right, with a bunch of elephants. And this is, I'm happy that at least she didn't fucking do big game hunting. Well, if you ride the elephant, no, it hurts the elephant. If you go and you do those elephant rides, it actually hurts their backs. They're not, they're not built 
like that. Just leave all of these animals alone. Let them, because I love those nature shows. And yes, they're brutal. They'll kill you. Yeah, so of course. Because once you're in nature's house, you're in under nature's rules. So the so the elephant, uh, it was used to taking pictures. The trainer had known it for 24 years. And the trainer was like, stick your arm under the elephant's trunk. But the elephant was like, can we just not do this right now, Beth? So the elephant ended up biting her arm and then she pushed him away, but she said that she could hear cracking and she just started to panic. Yeah, I bet. And then she went on to claim that the Mason Elephant Park and Lodge, where she says the incident took place, initially offered to cover half of her medical expenses, which were $10,000. Well, yeah, how's the elephant supposed to get a job? In the meantime, uh, she says, I really hope that this saves someone else from the same experience. It was a vacation that I was dreaming about, and it did come to a screaming halt at the very end. But the elephant, you know what? He's not your prop for life. He's not. And just because you spent some money to go do some douchey tour mean, in Bali. Yeah, again, he's not Chris Evans on, a, know. on a press tour. He has no fucking idea. He's an elephant. It's a 24-year-old elephant. You stuck, a fucking, you stuck your arm in his mouth. He's going to be my bite it. Uh, he's, I mean, yeah, you, you can see how everyone might have a form of responsibility because they own the elephant, but still, it's the elephant. And what are you going to do? It's, it's tired. Elephant. It's probably stressed out. It's surrounded by all these tourists that are yelling and screaming exactly. all around it. You're really lucky you didn't fucking stomp everybody to death. And also, she's from West Chesterfield, New Hampshire. So I can, and maybe she's a great person. She I don't be. know. She might be. I, I feel, yes, we're ragging on her. It's just more like, I, I, I'm not mad at her response of being shocked and upset about being bit by the elephant. It's just understand that that's what you're signing up for. This is going to get the elephant you're, killed. You're right. Yes. Happen. Yes. They're going to go and they're going to turn it into, I don't even, and we don't, can't even use it anymore. What do you even do with it? Anyway, the Very elephant's sad. hero of the week because it's about self-protection. It is. Sometimes and that elephant did not say, hey, put your fucking hand in my mouth. Also, you want to feed the elephant before. You want to make sure the elephants are super happy. And obviously this asshole in Bali who is trying to make money off of this elephant didn't do a good job. I, you know, just be respectful. You understand sometimes elephant is going to come after you. Oh, it really will. And they don't forget. Remember that story we covered with the elephant? Yes. After one woman killed its son, 20 years later, it showed up at its fu at her funeral and fucking tore apart. Yes, they do remember they are social, beautiful they animals. Are. They're very smart. They're emotionally intelligent. I'm going to get one. I don't know if you should. No, I'll have to get a lot of land. No, I don't think they would like. No, you wouldn't do they, like. They it. don't. They don't like America. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't deal with large animals. I Maybe mean, they, they could do the south the where it's really hot. I still do they feel like, they like I feel like they need special care. I oh, feel like I would have to be. hire someone who knows about elephants. But then, do you want to be around the elephant guy? Honestly, the only elephant they should be handling is you, my friend. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, <laughs> let's focus on you. You hire an elephant trainer, and then you just show up with big ears on it. <laughs> big, like the elephant, elephant needs to come. <laughs> All right, great. There you go. The nameless elephant. All right. Hero of the week. And do a listener email. Well, all right, let me read this. This is a warning for people with numb feet. We're slowly, this is one thing we can't do. We can't fully turn into Coast to Coast Sam where we mm. only cater to, to 40 to 75-year-olds. No. But we do get a lot of people with medical advice and medical questions, and I've asked for it. And we're going to do our feet? episode. We're going to do our an episode where we are going to answer all of the medical issue questions that you guys have sent us over the years because you trust us and you know that we're the number one source of medical information. Yeah. 
on the internet. Well, let's just stop having your feet listening to so much Pink Floyd. <laughs> but then you'd be kind of comfortable about what it. What if our feet had ears? What if all of our body parts had different ears? Right. All I want to do is hear my hear my wife sing to me. Mm-hmm. Now, in reference to the guy who didn't know his feet were numb until his dog ate them. Oh, right. Yeah. That was because of the blood clot. That was a blood clot. Two years ago, I had my feet go numb all at once very suddenly. <laughs> I've been having back pain. I thought it was coming some kind of back pain that everyone has. And I was right. just standing there talking to a friend. And all of a sudden, my left foot went completely numb. Oh. There was no gradual numbness. It was just full pins and needles. And all of a sudden, I just couldn't move them anymore. Well, see, that's the problem. When you think numb, you're like, oh, you don't feel anything. But you do. You do. That's pins and needles, right? It turned out that my L4, L5 had exploded, as my surgeon put it. My feet were numb because of severe spinal stenosis. Oh. My MRI looked like a finger was pushing into my spinal cord. Oh. I ended up having paralysis moving up my thighs. I had to check to make sure I hadn't pissed or shat myself because that was the go to the emergency room signal. Oh. I had a hemorrhoid burst two days before my surgery and in my painkiller haze, I thought my spinal cord was draining out of my asshole. Oh. I had the surgery and most I'm mostly all good now. The paralysis went away immediately after surgery. All this to say, if the guy had spinal cord pressure, he could just hit the foot numb the stage in bed and his dog just ate his toes before it got worse. All right, fantastic. That is just a general, just sort of we're all falling apart. We're all you falling know. apart. And this is another one about, this is kind of more towards your distrust of our little helpers. One night around 3 a.m., the power went out of my house and I had sound machines going, so I immediately woke up. I sat up and noticed that there was a light coming from downstairs and it was moving. I held my breath and started to hear something bumping around. I panicked and I smacked my boyfriend awake. Great. Who I heard was, uh, who was, who heard what I was also hearing. So he ran to shut the bedroom door and locked it. We listened for a while longer. My Datsun, D'Artagnan. Oh, was really D'Artagnan. Good, was fast asleep. Not the best guard dog. You understand? And we continued to hear something stumbling around. I immediately thought someone had cut our power and was trying to break in. Mm. We live in the mountains. So my boyfriend thought it was an animal of some sort. Then we began to hear scratching noises and the sound had moved upstairs. I called the police when my boyfriend got the gun out, pushed the mattress up against the door because it had moved to right outside our bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Bumping and scratching and generally freaking us out. It's like that movie, The Visit. Oh, yeah. The cops came. When I had to talk them into our house using a spare key, which confused us because we were wondering how this thing then Mm could have gotten into our house if the cops couldn't, right? Super creepy. I finally got inside, came upstairs, dogs barking as hell, dogs barking. Right. I told us that they thought that they had found our culprit. We hope we opened up our bedroom door and we found out it was our Roomba oh. that had gotten upstairs a few days previous. I forgot I had plugged it in. Apparently, when there's a power outage, it turned itself on and it made its way over to the top of the stairs where the light was showing down the staircase. So basically it was cleaning and the cops came and put five bullets in it. That's I not true. They that didn't, that's, they didn't well, you it, might want to shoot that Roomba. Uh, it is weird that Roombas get more respect by law enforcement than humans, but that's all right. Well, there you go. Don't have a don't trust a Roomba. Don't trust a Roomba. I don't stop. Mm. I had to get rid of my Roomba. I know you did. I, I do, and did. I live every day with the guilt of that. I know you threw away that Roomba. I it's live crying every right day now. knowing that I, I I had to get rid of that Roomba, and uh, I mean, I thought I gave it to a loving home, but you never know with these Roomba fostering systems. You never know, you know, because a lot of times these pop a flashlight on it, chase go, it around, yeah, and then all of a sudden it's service and Papa, yeah. And I mean, and eventually you got to love the fact that there is, there are these protective systems for these rumors. Uh, and even though they are flawed, they and, are flawed. But, and yeah. then laugh, knowing for fact, well, if you're Roomba that's safe, you, you can laugh knowing, well, Hey, at least I got parents that love me and don't want to abandon <laughs> me to the horrible state. 
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Go to my Instagram, Ben Kissel one. I'm going to have a bunch of uh, dates for hail yourself. Yeah, man. Um, go I check it advertise. out. Every day I have to advertise. You do. Otherwise, people don't know the show is happening and then no one shows the fuck up. You got to pump it. You got to pump it. There, you got to pump it out there because we got shows coming. Australia. I'm going to talk about it. Let me, let's do a little bit of a roundup we here. We can do an Australia roundup. I also want to say thank you for all the love on our heavy hitter series. Honestly, it's been great to get back into the blood. And this, this, we're going to complete the Chicago Ripper Crew series this week, but then we're going to get into something really spooky before we get into our big summer history project, which I'm very, very excited for. Summer history project! And, and here comes our Australian dates. August 2nd is the New Zealand date. Auckland, we're coming your way. August 4th, we're coming to Adelaide. August 6th, Brisbane. August 7th, Melbourne. August 10th, Sydney. And August 12th, we're coming to Perth. I'm finally going to see the Bot and Scott statue. The Bot and Scott statue? Bon Scott. Bon Scott. Because yeah, that's where he's from, from ACDC. Oh, fantastic. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to our serious shows and everything else. Okay, hail yourself. Hail Satan. Magoosalations, everyone. Nice. Talk to you soon. Don't dress up as a clown. Don't kill anyone. Unless, again, I mean, dress up as a clown, but make them laugh. Make them laugh first. Yeah. Then kill. <laughs> This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.